from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Where I sit, rest my mind 
You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. And now, here's a nature study by Esther. Title of the talk: Moth Radar. Dear listener, unlike butterflies which flit from flower to flower and shrub to shrub during the daylight hours, moths are generally nocturnal creatures. Moths and butterflies belong to the same order of insects but they are different one of the main differences is the antennae those of the butterfly are bare and have a knob at the end but the moth antennae are like graceful tapering filaments on some species it looks like a feather the largest and most showy of all moths is the giant silk moth Industrialists thought to use these to spin silk threads but that idea caught on only in the orient not in the united states these moths have a 5 to 6 inch wingspan the life span of an adult is very short like butterflies moths go through a metamorphosis process from an egg to a larva or caterpillar to a pupa and finally to an adult the female will lay its eggs on the leaves or twigs of a specific species of plant according to the species because only these plants will provide food for the offspring after she has laid her eggs she has completed her role in nature and dies of total exhaustion she may have lived as a moth for only a few short days as a female silkworm comes out of either a ground burrow or a cocoon she will emit into the air a chemical known as pheromone this transmits a certain message to lonely males from great distances they pick up the pheromone messages on their antennae and begin to fly in a systematic pattern homing in on the female moth and man thinks he created radar when a male finds the female they mate soon she is ready to lay eggs and the cycle begins again dear listener when we are in need of help and call out to god he will find us if you desire jesus to come and live in your life ask him today He is listening for your call. Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth All classes of students need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace, and God. Dear friend, death, struggle, pain, and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. You may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling 
1704. Again, the number to call is 000-800-040-14014. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. We all have had experiences of keen disappointment and utter discouragement. Days when sorrow is the portion and troubles harass the soul and we tend to lose our hold on God. And during these times, Satan takes advantage and seeks to shake our confidence and tempts us to distrust God, to question His love and break our hold on God. But Jesus, the greatest burden bearer, invites, Come unto me. He desires to soothe our frayed nerves and ease our restless longings. True rest is found in a loving, trust relationship with our Creator. Down through the centuries of time, His gentle invitation remains the same. His love and compassion never weary. In every circumstance, we may find assurance and support in the unfailing love and power of a covenant-keeping God. If He could do that for me, I'm sure He's more than willing and able to do it for you too. Crucified my Savior afresh on the cross. I laid a crown of thorns on his. 
to hear God's word. Dear listener, today we are going to briefly study about creation. At the dawn of the creation's morning, intense darkness blanketed the earth. Suddenly a clear, firm voice came rolling out of the space saying, Let there be light. And all nature responded and there was light. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. It was God who spoke. On the morning of the second day, the same voice said, Let there be a firmament, and the atmosphere which surrounds the earth suddenly appeared. Genesis chapter 1 verse 6 Following almost immediately a great fog began to rise, which formed a layer of vapor above the firmament. The firmament, sometimes called the atmospheric heaven, separated the waters above from the waters beneath. Now everything was bright and clear, but the earth was without form and void, a great mix-up of land and water. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Dear listener, when God's clock struck the morning of the third day, the same voice again was heard saying, Let the dry land appear. Genesis chapter 1 verse 9. Suddenly there was a great commotion as the water gathered together in the bodies called seas, and the land gathered together in the bodies called continents. Soon the land became and began to turn green, and shortly it was covered with vegetation. The morning of the fourth day presented a almost most beautiful panorama of grass, flowers, and trees. But in order to maintain this vegetation, there must be a constant supply of light and heat. It appears that uh, up to this time, the light which shone upon the earth came directly from the presence of God. Now he caused the sun to shine upon the earth to give both light and warmth and also to rule the day. The moon and stars were to rule the night. Genesis chapter 1 verses 14 to 19. On the morning of the fifth day, Jesus spoke directly to the sea, creating all forms of marine lives, and then he spoke to the air and the birds suddenly put in their appearance. Genesis chapter 1 verses 20 to 23. The sixth morning opened with the creation of myriads of land animals, each one after his kind, showing that each general group or kind was created on the same day and one did not develop into or form another. Genesis chapter 1 verses 24 and 25. This does not prelude the subsequent uh, addition of new members to each group by the crossbreeding of members of the same kind, but does rule out the possibility of a member of one group developing into a member of another group. If men would only believe this fact, that there would be no room for theory of evolution. With all the grandeur of creation, there was no one to enjoy the earth. So the great creator said to his son, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. 
Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 so the first man was formed from the dust of the ground and eve was created soon after the happy pair then looked upon the works of the creation for the first time at the close of the sixth day god paused for a moment to review his work and he uttered the declaration that it was very good genesis chapter 1 verse 31 it was a perfect work from the hand of a perfect god on the seventh day god rested from all his work and blessed and sanctified the day genesis chapter 2 verse 3 he set apart the day as a memorial of creation each sabbath day man was to rest from his labors and devote his time to the service of his maker ever keeping in mind that all things were made by him john chapter 1 verse 3 dear listener the psalmist exclaimed by the word of the lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth psalms 33 verse 6 for he spake and it was done he commanded and it stood fast psalms 33 verse 9 dear listener you may ask Is there really a heaven? Let's go to the Bible for the answer. Let's look into the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 where it says, God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Dear listener, God created us with an instinct for heaven, an inner longing to live forever. It is not just wishful thinking, it is God's intended purpose for us. John chapter 14 verse 2 says, There are many rooms in my father's home, and I am going to prepare a place for you. If this were not so, I would tell you plainly. Dear listener, let's look into 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 where it says, For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, when we die and leave these bodies, we will have a home in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. Heaven is described most often in terms of being our home. It is not a paradise we will simply visit on a vacation, but an eternal dwelling place where we will live in joyful fellowship with our heavenly Father and his family. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 20 says, Christ has been raised from the dead. He has become the first of a great harvest of those who will be raised to life again. Dear listener, Jesus' resurrection gives us the promise and assurance of our own resurrection to heaven and of eternal life. Revelation chapter 21 verse 3 and 4 which says, I heard a loud voice shout from the throne saying, Look, the home of God is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will remove all of their sorrows and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain 
for the old world and its evils are gone forever. Dear listener, the promise of Scripture is that God will remove all the sin and struggles of this fallen world and create a new heaven and new earth. The best this world has to offer can't even compare with the glory to come. Dear listener, how can I be certain I will go to heaven? Look at the promises in the Bible, dear listener. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. It says, Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, Jesus also became flesh and blood by being born in human form. For only as a human being he could die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in his way could he deliver those who have lived all their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. Apart from Jesus, death is a terrifying destiny. It is God's judgment against sin. But Jesus has broken the power of death and overcome the fear of death for those who have faith in him. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. What a beautiful promise, dear listener. John chapter 14 verse 6 says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Trusting Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. When we trust in Him, we need to have no doubt whatsoever God is faithful and will keep His promise. Romans 8 verse 35 to 39, it says, Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean He no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or are hungry or cold or in danger or threatened with death? Even the scripture says, For your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming Victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from His love. Death can't, the life can't, the angels can't, the demons can't. Our fears for today, our worries about tomorrow, and even the powers of hell can't keep God's love away. Whether we are high above the sky or in the deepest ocean, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Lastly, dear listener, God's love is stronger than any person, supernatural foe or circumstance that may threaten us no matter what comes our way. Nothing can separate us from God's love when we trust in Jesus. May God bless you to trust Him. Let's pray. Our gracious and merciful Father, Creator and Sustainer of this universe, we come to you with thankful hearts for giving us life. We acknowledge you as our Father, God, Creator. Lord, through sin we are gone far from you. 
may we be drawn more closer to you through prayer and study and nature may we see and learn of your promises through nature and bible teach us to be faithful to you in jesus precious name we pray amen With this we have almost come to the end of our program to learn more on god's word you may contact us with your questions or prayer requests by calling 0008000401704 again the number to call is 0008000401704 you could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's awr.org slash English program. This is your host, Sharad. And I'm Maureen, signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye. And God bless you.